Hello, my minions, and this is Dr. Quackers, and I would like to talk to you about today's sponsor, Viking Fitness. Viking Fitness is currently running a sale for his online training camp. It's a 10-week program for only $100. That's $10 a week to help yourself become a better you. Whether you are wanting some help getting that summer bod or starting a journey of renewal, Viking Fitness will help you. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com and click contact. Use code word DUCK to receive an additional discount. Also, go to Todd Norseman on Facebook. Thank you and have a good day. Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's been a little bit since I've posted. Uh, I'm in the middle of moving, doing stuff like that. A lot of things going on, so I've just been really busy, so I've had to put the podcast on the bit of the back burner, so yeah, that's why it's been a little bit since I've posted. But I wanted to kick this off with a bang with uh, a TV show that I just finished. Just The last episode just came out, so hopefully I'm not too late to the party to talk about this show. This was one of my most anticipated TV shows in a long time. And how do I feel about it now that I've seen it? Fuck you, Disney. Fuck you, Lucas. Cur- current Lucasfilm. Um, I don't hate this show. It's just disappointing. I'm dad disappointed right now. Like, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm gonna start with the best parts of the show. Uh, Darth Vader is badass as fuck, even though I don't like how they have him in the show. It breaks canon, but nonetheless, still one of the best parts of the show. His force abilities are insane, and his he has some pretty badass fight scenes. Um, it, I think the best fight scene of the series is the very last one in episode 6 between Omi-Wan and Darth Vader. Although, him tooling on Revo is pretty fucking badass too. I like that shit. I think uh, other characters should have taken his place instead of Darth Vader. Um, But whatever at this point because they clearly don't give a shit so why should I? Um, so yeah, that's, that's one of the, fa- my, my favorite parts of the show. The other best part, in my opinion, is Princess Leia. They made a great choice for who they picked as a young princess. Um, yeah, I really like her a lot, and I think she very much acts like a young version of Carrie Fisher. Um, I like it a lot. I think it's good. I think the, she, she outperforms some of the adults in this show. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like her a lot, and I wouldn't mind seeing stuff with uh, an, a young Princess Leia. That, that, at least that's what the show made me want. I was like, you know what? I'd be down to see some young Princess Leia. Like, you know, learning how to be a politician and shit like that. I, uh, I'd, be, I'd be down to watch. I don't know how interesting it'd be, and I don't know if they won't fuck that one up. But, uh, yeah, at least made me interested. Ian McGregor is still great as the character, which isn't a surprise. Uh, yeah, I still like him a lot. I think he's good. Uh, I think Hayden Christian, I will give, uh, before I continue in terms of, like, the rest of this, I do think Hayden Christian actually does a better job in this role, um, he does, he's in a few different parts, you see him as a really weird (laughs) young Anakin, um, which they don't de-age him, they just have him dress as Padawan Anakin, oof, but either way, I do think his line delivery and his acting is better in this show than it was in the prequels, so I think that mainly has to do with the writing of the dialogue. I think the writing of the dialogue is better than what they gave him in the prequels, but that's just me. Um, so yeah, I think I think Hayden does a better job in this, so I'm kind of glad he got a chance to, you know, 
you know, show, show that he can act better than what was shown in the prequels, and then Hayden has continued, um, Ewan has continued to be great as a character, so, yeah, I think that's cool. I don't like the way they write Obi-Wan in this show. For some fucking reason, every old Jedi in the Disney era has to be like Luke Skywalker from the sequel trilogy. Old, bittered, depressed, and useless. At least for most of the series, he is. What bugs me the most is that I've seen Obi-Wan around the same time in Rebels. Um, so, like, he doesn't... For, so, for ten years, the show starts uh, ten years after Avengers of Sith, eight years before New Hope. Uh, some of these characters age horribly in eight years, but... Um, specifically, I'll go on one on Baru. They, oof, they, those eight years were rough. But, um... So, he, like, buried his lightsaber, doesn't use the Force, and he just... So he basically is a completely useless fucker because he hasn't trained with a lightsaber or used the force in 10 years. Even though at the end of Revenge of the Sith, Yoda, he leaves to train more so he can protect the boy. That's, that's even what Yoda says him with, like, I train you, I will, to teach you to commune with your former master. So it took him, the only reason it took him 10 years is because he just didn't do anything. Like, what the fuck? That annoys the shit out of me. Also, it's against Obi-Wan's character, because, like I said, I've seen him in Rebels, where he kills Darth Maul in one move. And Darth Maul did not, like, weaken either, since the Clone Wars or any other version of him. (laughs) He's still, like, in, in that same show, Darth Maul was killing Inquisitors, he defeated Kanan and Ahsoka, so... Why, why is, why did they just decide to, for Obi-Wan not to do anything in 10 years? Because unfortunately, the only time where you see Obi-Wan of old is in the very last episode, but it's so jarring to just see him, like, be super badass compared to what we've seen in previous in the show, where he's just kind of, like, swinging a lightsaber around like Rey before she got, like, like Ray does in the sequel trilogy, and then he can barely move things in the Force, and in the last episode, he's just back to his old ways, but like, he uses his old form and his all that shit from Revenge of the Sith, you see him, like, lift, like, a, a fucking, like, dozens of rocks and launches at Vader, so, yeah, what, why is there such a huge, jarring power level difference, because it's not like he did any training, like, if you saw... Like, at least something, like, where he was, like, practicing what he used to do, you don't. He just goes from, oh, I suck, to, look at me, bitch, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And that's a bit ridiculous, I don't like that, that that it shouldn't be just so easy for a Jedi to, without any practice, any training, to just be right back to their prime. That's ridiculous, and I don't like it. The show, oddly, also looks cheap. Like, it's just Diet Coke version of Lucas-era special effects. Especially the hyperspace. Things look better in The Mandalorian. I don't like the way some of the things look in this. I think Darth Vader still looks cool, and I think the lightsabers look cool. But some of the ships and some of, like, you'll see, like, the backgrounds. And then when they're in hyperspace, it just looks cheap. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it just looks, it doesn't look real, I guess, is the best way to say it. Like, you could watch the old trilogy, and, I mean, there's some things that that didn't age fantastically, but overall, the majority of what's in there looks ju- just as good as anything today, especially the practical effects, so I'm not really sure how they fucked up with the special effects from Lucasfilm. I mean, like, that was like a staple of Star Wars was the, was the special effects, so how? Now, I'm going to preface this that 
you may feel differently, and that's okay. Now, my least favorite part of this show is Reba. Her character is awful, and I'm pretty sure Disney knows that too. Before the show even came out, they were trying to say that the sh- that if you don't like her character, that you're a racist. Before the show even came out, they were telling the actress, oh, people aren't going to like you because they're racists. Listen, okay? I don't care that she's black. There are characters in Star Wars that are some of my favorites that are black. Like Lando. I like Lando a lot. And you know what? I'm one of the people that is annoyed with how Finn was treated in the sequel trilogy. He was an in- he could have been an interesting and cool character. A stormtrooper that abandoned the First Order. Oh, essentially the Empire. I'm not going to call it the First Order. It's just Empire 2.0. Um, and they completely just made him like the stereotypical black guy in movies. Just scream, sweaty, and scared. That's fucked up. So... Uh, no, it has nothing to do with her race. Is what has nothing to do with the race. That I don't, why I don't like her character. Uh, it's an easy cop out to redirect any criticism towards a character. It's nothing against the actress either. The character is just written horribly. Um, I liked that actress in The Queen's Gambit, so it, I know she can be good if she wants to be. Um, but I think the direction and the writing was just so awful. There's nothing you really do about it. I just don't like her at all. She, she for some reason she knows way too much about certain characters like. Like Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and somehow just knew there was a connection between Princess Leia, Obi-Wan and, An- and Anakin. How? It's it's things like that where it's like you're really reaching for this shit for how this character could know that. Also her power scaling just goes from like I'm really strong to like oh, I got smacked around. I'm really strong. I got smacked around. So things like that I don't like. It's just eh. Her character's just eh. And I really don't want to see her in anything else. I, I have no interest in this character. And also, what annoys the shit of me, how the fuck is she alive? Because in the first, in the previous episode, because her wound, like, moves. Because you see her get stabbed in the fucking chest. You see her stabbed in the fucking chest. The angles that he stabs her in the, Darth Vader stabs her in the fucking chest. Because they fight. And he kicks her ass. And then somehow, in the next episode, it's in her stomach and she survives. How? Why is it that Qui-Gon Jinn is the only motherfucker to die to a stomach, to like a lightsaber stabbed to the stomach? Why? Some characters don't need to live. You can just kill that character. Serves her purpose. I've never seen her in anything else in between then. You've done a whole bunch of stuff with the Inquisitors. Just just end the character. Okay? Just have her die. Let, let, let her faults and like her saying that she could do all this by herself because Obi-Wan tries to help her, guide her back to the light. You could have just let her die because they're like to show like, oh, this is you died because of this. Gonna show that that was the fault in her character. No. No. Because somehow, she also finds, uh, while she's dying from the stab wound, she finds a comm link that another character dropped with Obi-Wan's with them. Par- uh, somehow, it looks, it's pretty fucking broken. Like, it's partially together, but it's partially not together. And somehow, it's able to say the words, Tatooine Owen Boy. Luke, and she just says, oh, I have to go find, uh, the, the Luke and the boy on Tatooine from Owen, because somehow, out of all the people I met on Tatooine, I met Owen, this is dumb, it's really reaching, I don't like the writing in this show, which is, it, 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 for a while there, it's just, it feels like the Reva show, I came here to watch Obi-Wan, I don't need to see a second protagonist, the Reva, I'm not here for that shit, 
If you're going to have two protagonists, I prefer if you just did Obi-Wan and Princess Leia. She's far more interesting than Reva, and it's a character I already like, and I'm already here to watch a show about a character I already like. If you want to make a show about new characters, make a new goddamn show. I don't need you to put it in the Obi-Wan show. Make, make, a, make a different show. I don't care if you do that. Be like, do a show about the Inquisitors. I don't give a shit. Do it. If it's good, I don't care. But don't do it in the show I'm here to watch for Obi-Wan. That's kind of where I'm at. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same disappointed vein as the Book of Boba Fett for this show. Now I care more about this show than Book of Boba Fett because I like Obi Wan a whole lot more. He is one of my favorite Jedi. Him and Luke are my two favorite Jedi. So watching this show be super disappointing. And I was like, I've been waiting for literally since Revenge of the Sith to see more Ewan McGregor Obi Wan, and for this to be the product I get, I'm really pissed about it. But there are some things I do like in the show. I mean, some of the lightsaber duel could be pretty cool, like the last one. And I like Ewan McGregor, so it's like, it's not everything is awful. But it's just kind of like, really? Like, this is this is what you're doing? Uh, yeah, it just kind of makes me sad. You know, what's, what's kind of, what saddens me the most about this show is that after watching it, I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm ne- I've always loved Star Wars. And I've never not wanted to watch Star Wars. But this show makes me not want to watch new Star Wars. Like, after the book of Boba Fett, and then you give me this one, I'm like, oh, are we just going back to the shit we were getting from the sequel trilogy? Because after the Mandalorian and the Bad Batch and shit like that, I was like, oh, we might be on a good track. We might begin. We might start getting good Star Wars content again. And then nope, right back to the pooper. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be interested in seeing any more Star Wars content. I know I'm interested in the new Jedi Fallen Order game, because I really liked the first game, so hopefully the second will continue that. If that shits on me too, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'll just stick to watching the ones I like, and just stay in there. But um, yeah, I give this season, this m- mini-series, a 4 out of 10. I think it's a slightly better average. I think the special effects, some of the shitty writing, and some of the performances really bring it down to below average. What holds us up is Darth Vader, Princess Leia, and the good parts of Obi-Wan and the performance of Obi-Wan is good. Um, seeing some new planets, I'm glad, and it's not just on Tatooine, which I'm kind of glad about. It does kind of make sense for the only reason to Obi-Wan to leave Tatooine is to for the sister. So that part makes sense, and I get... Even though the writing for it was really shitting the sequel trilogy, it was like, why the fuck Princess Leia would name her son Ben? At least this show gives credibility to why she would name her son Ben. So, yeah. That's, um... That's about it. That's all I gotta say. So, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I've reviewed a bunch of other Star Wars stuff, so if you're interested in that, go check that out. Also, I reviewed a whole bunch of other shit, so if you want to check that as well, it's also appreciated. Um, I, I will be streaming on Twitch soon soon again. Uh, like I said, for this one, I haven't been able to really do a whole lot, getting things changed over, so... Yeah, I'll be on there soon. So, I'm at dr underscore quacker 66 Drop a follow in there, that way anytime I go live, you get a little notification, things like that. Also, drop a follow on whatever app you're streaming this through, that way you get a little notification next time I post a review. So, thank you, and have a good fucking day.